Hello, I'm Gary Fogel. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. And this week, we continue our conversation with Thad Jarris, a member of the Rups Runs. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. Last week, you heard part of my conversation with Thad Jarris, who was a member of the Rupp's Runts, that 1965-66 basketball season where the Wildcats lost just two games, but one of the losses was in the NCAA championship game to Texas Western. Anyway, the next season, everybody thought, well, they'll be great again, and they may make another run for the championship. They did lose two starters off the Runts, Larry Conley and Tommy Cron graduated after that 66 season, but coming back the next year was the top three scorers, Louis Dampier, Pat Riley, and Jerez, and they were all All-Americans the year prior. So you've got three returning All-Americans, the three top scorers coming back, so everybody figures they're going to have a great season. However, that year, 66-67, the Wildcats went 13 and 13 overall and 8 and 10 in the SEC. So as Jarris says, it was a huge disappointment. Well, that's right. I mean, we came back the next year and had a horrible season. Uh uh we were uh you know, trying to play, you know, kind of like small ball again a lot. Uh Pat is uh he's not feeling good. He's got some injuries that he's you know, trying to deal with and play through the whole season. So uh, no, it was a it was a uh, you know not not a good situation that our, our uh, my junior year for sure. What's interesting is that all five starters that year averaged double figures, with Cliff Berger and Bob Talent being the new faces in the starting lineup. Louis Dampier led them in scoring with 20 points per game. Riley second at 17 and. Jerez, by the way, averaged a little more than 11 points per game that season. After his final two years at UK, wrapping up in 1968, you figured he'd move on to pro basketball. But that was not the case, as we talked about in our conversation. You got drafted by the Boston Celtics in the NBA, the Kentucky Colonels in the ABA. You turned them both down and went to the military. Why did you do that? Uh, you know, the Vietnam War was going on then, and uh, uh, I, I, when I got drafted by the Celtics, I, I did go to uh, uh, their tryout camp up in in, uh, in Boston and uh, went to his summer camp that he had up there in the summertime and, and played there and then played through part of the exhibition season with them. Uh, uh, and then uh, I ended up uh, having to come back to Lexington and uh, kind of decide what I wanted to do from there. And I ended up getting drafted is what happened. I mean, I, I was trying to get in a reserve unit in, uh, in Lexington and, um, my draft notice came through. And so, uh, that was kind of the end of the basketball stuff at that point. I don't know that I would have, I don't know really what I would have done. I, 
I uh, had some opportunities to go overseas and play and do some things like that. And uh, but when you've got this other stuff, you know, looking you in the face, you sort of have to make the best decision for you and your family. He went on to spend several years in the military and eventually was the head of the ROTC program at the University of Louisville. Anyway, in talking with Thad Jarris, I realized he may be the expert authority on UK basketball. From, say, 1950 to the present, there may not be anybody alive who knows more about UK basketball than Jarris. Do you still follow UK today? Do you watch their games? Do you keep up with them? Oh yeah, we uh, you know I, we've we've had season tickets you know ever since I left UK and uh, so uh, we I go up to I go up to most of the games and uh, you know my family goes to the ones that uh, you know that I don't go to so yeah and we really enjoyed uh, a lot of the Calipari era because uh, I mean he really has uh, embraces the former players coming around and you know always has one or two events for us every year where. You know, he tries to get a lot of the old Letterman and everything to come to games and do stuff like that. Had a Letterman weekend or something. So, you know, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. We we really do you know stay involved as much as we can. So not only has he been a season ticket holder since 1968 when he graduated UK, but his father was a UK graduate. And back in the 50s when Memorial Coliseum opened. His father bought season tickets back then. So as a little kid growing up, Jerez went to U.K. games. So that's why I'm saying from 1950 to the present, there may be no one who's gone to more U.K. home basketball games than Jerez, which, of course, makes him pretty much an authority on basketball, as I say, from 1950 to the present. So what about the game today, the one-and-dones or two-and-dones, and now the NIL deals where players are getting money? What about all that? What does Jairus think of all that? Well, I ask him that question. Back when you played, players stayed through their senior year. You know, they didn't leave early. Nowadays, Kentucky and a lot of other schools have the one-and-dones, two-and-dones. I've heard a lot of people say, I don't deny or hold it against any player to go out to the NBA and, and, and make more money or what have you, but they think it, it hurts the college game because you don't hardly get to know a player and he's gone, and they don't like that about it. Well, I think from a fan standpoint, I mean, that's absolutely true. I mean, you don't, uh, you know, you don't go to games and root for players because you want them to win an, uh, an, NBA, an NBA championship. You go to games and root for players because you want them to do well for your school. That's what you're rooting for. And uh, so I think that that's a, another conversation you can have. And and I understand that, uh, you know, coaches that are at the highest level, that uh, they've got kind of a fine line to walk, honestly. I mean, they've got to, they've got to sell their programs as being a feeder, feeder schools for the NBA or they feel like they're not going to get the talent that they want to be able to, compete you know at the highest level but on the other hand they've got fan bases that want them to win championships and I think the book is still out on how successful highly committed one and done programs are in winning championships. He is in favor of the name image and likeness rule where players can make money off their college popularity 
but he does not like the transfer portal, the new rules with the transfer portal where it's easier to transfer. He says he thinks that will be a great detriment to college athletics. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. Thad Jarris had a great basketball career at UK in the mid-60s, but that's been more than 50 years ago. These days, he's living in Oldham County, just outside of Louisville, but still very active, as I found out in our conversation. Well, Thad, you're in your mid-70s, approaching your late 70s now. Are you staying pretty active? I try to. I'm afraid if I don't get up and do something every day, I won't be as uh, won't be able to get up and do it tomorrow. And I think you're doing some woodworking. Is that correct? Yeah, it's a kind of hobby of mine. I started that a number of years ago. I've I've got a small shop, and I do some I make some furniture and some you know different kinds of things like that. And then you know around Christmas time, I'm always trying to think of some things that I can make to you know, give to people and do, do those kind of things. So that's a, it's just a fun hobby to have for sure. Really? So could I buy your furniture off eBay? <laughs> no, you could not. <laughs> you couldn't we, make we, any money off it. Couldn't make any money off of it. That's right. You do, you do it for the fun of it for sure. Thad Jarris, former UK basketball great, now into woodworking. That'll do it for the show this week. Hope you have a great weekend. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories.